most people, when they think of EMS, they think about, you know, your cell phone is bad and 5G is scary. You're not wrong, but that's a very, very small part of the picture. Welcome to the Your Longevity Blueprint Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Stephanie Gray. My number one goal with the show is to help you discover your personalized plan to build your dream health and live a longer, happier, truly healthier life. You're about to hear from Sinclair Kennelly again. This is part two of a two-part series. As I mentioned last week, our topic today is the importance of detoxification. So if you missed part one, please go back and first listen to last week's episode where we covered industrial chemicals, heavy metals, and mold. Today in part two, we dive deep into EMFs and plastics. We talk about how all these interfere with our longevity and our ability to self-heal. Let's get rolling again. back to EMFs here. And I want to spend some time with EMFs because I know that this is this has become a passion of mine. And I know that you could do a whole episode, which you probably have on your podcast on EMFs. Yeah. So tell us why they're bad. Tell us why they've increased. And then let's spend some time on the good stuff as far as what we can do to reduce our exposure. Yeah, absolutely. So most people, when they think of EMFs, they think about, you know, your cell phone is bad and 5G is scary. And, you know, both of those things, you're not wrong, but that's a very, very small part of the picture. Mm-hmm. So let's just break this down for a second. And no, I'm not going to tell you to throw away your cell phone door. <laughs> so when you think about EMS, there's actually several kinds. There's RF, which is radiation. Mm-hmm. And that's from Wi-Fi routers, cell phone towers, microwaves, Bluetooth, cell phones, smart devices. Smart, it turns out, is not so smart for the body. <laughs> no, no. And uh, it's pretty telling when, you know, like Microsoft on their campuses doesn't have Wi-Fi. They're all wired in fiber optic. Right, right. Pretty telling. Listeners, did you know that? Yes, did you know that? (laughs) And the former CEO of Microsoft Canada actually resigned several years ago over this issue and their refusal to deal with it and instead went into building a nonprofit, the Environmental Health Trust, where he actually educates schools to pull Wi-Fi out of the classroom. Good for him. That's great. Yeah. It's a very interesting story. You should check him out. So that's RF. And then you also have, just for simplicity's sake, because I, I don't people can get overwhelmed by this quickly. I'll just go through them. Dirty electricity, that's anything over 60 cycles per second. That's um, extra noise pollution on your circuits, basically. And that comes from your appliances, from nearby cell phone towers, from your own smart devices. It's basically irritating, fuzzy background noise that shouldn't be there. And it causes a lot of distress. That in itself, like Michael, my partner, had um, serious anxiety for years. Like he would walk into his office at work and just like be overcome by anxiety, could not deal with it. Come to find out, dirty electricity was the first type EMF that he discovered and measured for us. He was sitting in in a reading of 1900 right at his desk, and it should be 50 or below to avoid biological effects. So we put in a very small, unobtrusive filter right on the outlet behind his desk, and it dropped it down to 80. Still a little high, but significantly different, right? That thing was like 30 bucks, and um, his anxiety totally went away. So we got excited. We ran around our whole office building. We didn't tell any of our employees what we were doing, and we put filters wherever the readings were too high. Well, their sick days went down. Their interdepartmental fighting went down. Confusion on projects went down. It's like, oh, this is very... We're on to something here. What Sinclair is saying is, so A, this can be tested for. So 
So we have a meter that you can, and I'm sure you sell these maybe as well, you can plug into, I don't say meter, a reader or whatnot, a device that you can plug into outlets to Not test the if there's dirty electricity coming out of that outlet, right? So because I know for the listeners, they may be thinking, what is she, what exactly is she talking about? So then yeah. you can put a, I guess you would call it a filter in that outlet, or you can put something on your actual, would you call it your circuit breaker to clean up the dirty electricity, like through the whole home. Exactly. So it can be put on the circuit panel itself or throughout the home or office building at each outlet where the hotspots are. So the meter that's the industry standard is called the Stetzer meter. It's very easy to pick up. I think it's like a hundred bucks. We sell them. It's no big deal. And you can take these measurements and then apply these small filters by hotspot throughout your home or office building, or you can make a modification to the panel itself and deal with the whole building. So that's for dirty electricity. So that's different, right, than this radiation from the cell phone, right? So there, there are layers of, of these. Yes. So let's back up. Because with RF, your job is to reduce your exposure as much as possible, especially when you're sleeping, right? Because your body is much more sensitized to RF while it's asleep. It's trying to build these complex detox enzyme chains that can take up to six hours to build, to flush toxins out of your body. It's trying to regenerate and EMFs disrupt all of those processes. So you want to think about shielding yourself mm-hmm. where if you can't turn something off, like, do you really need your wireless printer on all day long? Like how often do you use that thing? Just unplug it. And it's important to understand like a meter for us RF is really fun to use because it gets the whole family on board because it creates a way for you to see it, right? Because this stuff is invisible and that's partially why EMFs have been called the smoking of our time. I haven't heard that. The smoking, that makes sense. Because they are equal, if not greater as the carcinogenic exposure and it's so widespread. (laughs) So why do people not, I have even have some family members who just don't, I mean, my dad has a business on EMF mitigation, so he believes in this, but why do some people not believe it? Is, is it because the, these toxins are invisible and without having a reader, a meter to kind of read the degree of, you know, exposure? Why do you think so many people don't necessarily believe in the danger of EMFs? Are there studies to support this? Are, oh my God, there's over 14,000 studies. This is not an edgy, like, you know, is it true or isn't it? Like, no, this is well-established scientific fact. Go on PubMed, type in EMF. You will see well over 14,000 studies. That's what it was a couple of years ago. I think it's actually closer to 20,000 studies now. It's just that there is so much money in suppressing this information. And every once in a while, if you follow people like Stephanie, I mean, we might share you know, or retweet something like, turns out, look at this lawsuit revealed that telecom companies knew that, you know, RFs were disruptive to your health and they actually had a way to reduce your exposure to them with their technology and they didn't, huh? And then look at this payout that happened, but it's not getting put on the news because who advertises on TV, (laughs) these companies and big tech is now over five times as powerful as big pharma. When you look at the lobbying dollars. So there's a very real payoff to being ignorant. And I think that the American consumer is still catching up, you know, with our explosion of chronic health issues recently, you know, there's a big awakening happening that has been over Mm -hmm. the last several years, right? But we're still combating this idea that we were raised with, which is like, if we live in the US or a developed country, we are safe because someone else is doing this thinking for us, right? When the truth is we're all in a grand experiment right now. And we're just starting to see the side effects of those experiments. And you and me, the everyday folks, are the first ones to feel it. So the canaries in the coal mine are the ones that are speaking up. 
Mm-hmm. And it's whether or not we listen or do we wait until um, something happens to somebody in our family. It's really your choice, right? Mm-hmm. And I was the dumb. Okay. I really did not want to hear about any of this. So I have all kinds of compassion for the people in the family that don't want to listen because when you are- It's easier. Ignorance is bliss until you get cancer. Yeah. yeah. And also people don't realize how fatigued they are right now because everybody else around them is also stressed and fatigued and displaying a slow creep of chronic health issues. Mm-hmm. So if they don't have anything to compare or what they are comparing it to is actually misleading them. So when you talk about taking their conveniences away or asking them to look into this and think for themselves, it feels like way too big a burden. It feels disproportionately mm. difficult than it would if you were healthy. Yeah, I think you nailed that on the head. That was good. So how do you feel about things like safe sleeve cases? I've always advocated for these, but I understand that only the front is really blocking any radiation. So what are your tips for your patients and uh, listeners on what they can do for reducing dangers from cell phones? So the first thing is get to know your settings because you do not need your cellular data, your Wi-Fi, and your Bluetooth on all at the same time. You just don't. And that's three ways for your phone to broadcast distress at your body because it's not just about when are you using your cell phone. Your cell phone company is using your cell phone for you and you are broadcasting a signal, not just receiving one. So if we all turn off our wireless devices or we turn off the ability for the the companies to do this, they wouldn't be able to prop up their networks by bouncing their signals across our devices and their networks would crash. It's always creating distress, whether or not you're using it. So just be deliberate. If you don't need it on, turn it off, or at least turn off the Bluetooth and the Wi-Fi and keep the cellular data on. You only need one signal at a time to bring something in. Distance is your friend. When it comes to radiation, to RF, so radiation distress, we'll call it just to put it in real terms because that's what it is, the biological effects have an exponential drop-off the further away they get from your body. So it really does matter and make a difference. If you put it on speakerphone and hold it at arm's length or put it on the table or on your desk, you know, the person can still hear you. Please don't put it up to your face ever again, not next to your brain, because you are you have no skull bone protecting you between your ear and your brain. It's one of the most vulnerable places. So why would we put Bluetooth there, Bluetooth headphones? Please don't do that. Especially the health practitioners listening, you don't look smart anymore. You do not look cool. (laughs) Stop doing it. Your patients are getting wise to you. You look dumb. (laughs) Yes, I I have patients who come to their appointments wearing their Bluetooth, you know, headphones and you know that they're they're trying to work or they're, you know, and it, no, don't do that. Don't do that. So yes, so distance, you're saying. And then are you, do you like these cases? Are you a fan of? I like safe sleeve and I'll tell you why, because for me, the meters always tell the story. Many of these cases are um, (laughs) placebo effects at best. Like like if you're spending $20 or $100 on like a hologram something, if you can't measure the change on a meter, it was a waste of money. I'm sorry. You know, and I am super woo-woo. I really am. I'm a giant hippie, but I don't put my beautiful crystals on top of my stack of bills and expect them to take care of my bank account. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like <laughs> totally, totally. And and the same goes for EMS for me. You know, that the laws of physics do not bend for a sticker. So safe shield is a great option, especially because when you think about, and I have mine right here too, when you think about shielding yourself from radiation, you want to create a shadow 
between yourself and the source of radiation. So you want to physically block it and shield it. So like, for example, with smart meters, we had a client who was living in a townhome and they were like uh, their neighbor's smart meter, which broadcasts a really strong RF signal, was just a few feet away from their bed. And they had no way to, and the neighbor didn't want to talk about it, you know, didn't want to deal with it, wouldn't put a cover on it or anything. So we actually painted the wall or what did you No, um, because that has its own issues. We, we should totally do an episode just about this and nerd out. <laughs> we created uh, an RF shield with just really cheap materials from Home Depot behind a painting and hung the painting in a certain right there. spot yeah. because it was so close to the meter itself, it was able to completely block the signal. So super interesting. There's always a way, but you want to think in terms of creating a shadow. Shield, a shadow. I love that. Yeah. So what's the problem with the paint? Or is it just that maybe where you're going with this is that people who are inexperienced could create more of a danger for themselves if they create their own Faraday cage and then get stuck in it while they're using their cell phone? Exactly. Like, do you believe paint can, EMF blocking paint can be used appropriately if the user is aware and measuring <laughs> and knows like where to, which wall to paint, whatnot? I have yet to see a scenario where the shielding paint is an appropriate investment. I'll put it that way. It's not that it doesn't reflect the signal. It does. It does, yeah. That's exactly what it does. So what home do you know where you will have indefinite full buy-in from every person who comes into the home to not bring smart devices in and create this endless bounce? I would say it for a single person. If you're the only person living in your home and you're putting who your phone in airplane mode... <laughs> who doesn't have company exactly yeah. yeah yeah and also you have to think about every window has to be shielded as well i can't tell you the number of times people brought us in oh we're really sick because we do these emf mitigations for people someone in our home is really sick but we did the emf shielding we have the paint everywhere it's like okay what's going on with the windows because they're not shielded and so you are letting in all the neighbors frequencies and then they're bouncing yeah off of your walls at you between the fumes from car exhaust, industrial emissions, and, as many of us have experienced recently, smoke from forest fires, the air we breathe is often filled with harmful pollutants. But did you know that the EPA has shown that indoor air can be up to 100 times more polluted than outdoor air? This is why at my clinic and at my home, I use Air Doctor air filters. These filters are 100 times more effective than ordinary purifiers and help capture smoke, viruses, bacteria, pollen, mold, and dust mites. In fact, they capture 100% of some of the most dangerous ultrafine particles as small as 0.003 microns in size, and that's pretty small. They have a proprietary dual-action carbon gas trap VOC filter, which combines two types of media, activated carbon to remove gas and odors and potassium permanganate to deactivate certain volatile organic compounds, VOCs, like formaldehyde. Air Doctor's auto mode uses a professional grade air quality sensor to assess the air in the room and immediately adjust to correct levels of air filtration. The sensor will also alert you when your air quality is compromised by changing its indicator lights from green to yellow or red. I discovered this feature almost immediately after installing my Air Doctor at home when the indicator light went from green to red. It got me wondering why the air was so bad and I did some digging. It turned out there was a problem with my furnace. After it was fixed, the Air Doctor sensor immediately turned back to green. Had I not discovered the issue with the help of the Air Doctor, we could have ended up with much greater problems. I often recommend the Air Doctor to my patients dealing with mold toxicity. Of course, I always recommend they remove themselves from the mold exposure as soon as possible, but I understand it takes time to remediate the home. So in the meantime, as well as on an ongoing basis, I recommend they get Air Doctors running in their homes. 
One of these machines would be a great Christmas gift for a loved one. Stop by the Integrative Health and Hormone Clinic if you'd like to see different sizes or visit the bonus tab of my website, yourlongevityblueprint.com to find a special link for $280 off the 83,000 using code GRAY15. That's capital G-R-A-Y 15. And watch for even greater promotions during Black Friday and Cyber Monday, but you must use my link, which we'll post in the show notes. This is the same same reason why airplanes can be so dangerous, right? So you're basically this big metal bullet and there's how many people in a small space? There's distance is not on your side when you're in an airplane, right? So those rays are bouncing off all the walls of the plane and you're just getting slammed. I feel like that's partly why patients get so tired when they travel too. I, I don't know. What, it is. Yeah. yeah. And there are supplements that you can take so that you're more resilient because like antioxidants, that's what I tell patients. Yeah. Because 95% of the distress that EMFs cause in the moment to your cells is oxidative stress. When you look at how peroxynitrate works but that's a huge rabbit hole, but you can take something like molecular hydrogen tabs before and after the flight. You can take rosemary, which is neuroprotective against EMF damage. You can, you know, add it to your food. That's a very small dose, but you can take a rosemary tincture or even, you know, dried rosemary in a capsule. Rosemary, rosemary, great for your thyroid too. Right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But the, the bottom line for RF is shield, especially while you're asleep. That's why like the canopies, things like that are such a great solution. Yep. I, I know you're the expert here, but I want to, I'm going to mention a few things on that as far as shielding at night. So I do think it's important that you assess your home with a meter because you want to know, like, as we discovered that for years, my husband's head was, as we sleep, the master bedroom was right up against our cable box, which was on the latter side of that wall. And he had ne- he had never been a great sleeper. And he's still not an amazing sleeper, but he sleeps a heck of a lot better having turned off the Wi-Fi at night or having, we don't even have a cable box anymore. Now we don't even watch TV. (laughs) It's gone now, but we used to every single night and it would drive him nuts, but he knew it was helpful. I would say, unplug it. Did you unplug? Did you unplug the cable box? (laughs) Because I didn't want that right penetrating into his head, which I could literally assess with a meter. And until you spend the time to go around your house and look for dirty electricity and look for where things like your cable box or your router or whatever you know, are causing problems. You just don't know where those problems lie. Same is true with even infants. So you want to look and see where are you positioning that crib, right? Or is there dirty electricity around that crib? Listeners may think I'm crazy, but we never had a baby monitor. Generations ago, there, there were no baby monitors. You can survive without a baby monitor. You don't need a wireless baby monitor, right? Broadcasting into your baby's, your baby's head. So I did get one at my shower and I tested it and it was the highest of any of the devices in the home, including the cable box. And I said, I can't use this. Are you kidding me? Set this right by my son? No way, Jose. So I think baby monitors are a huge source of radiation exposure in the home as well. Really a lot of nursery related tech now, which is totally unnecessary. So the nursery could actually be the the highest exposure to the most vulnerable being in the entire home. Uh. Ah, scary. Of our rapid EMF reset process is to help people understand that we're actually coming out with an infant safety EMF safety certification this year for birth workers. So So smart. Yeah. So smart. Well, well, we spent a lot of time on EMFs here, but I know (laughs) which I have thoroughly enjoyed. But I do want to talk about plastics because I feel like that's another. I think you believe that's another root cause of not just digestive diseases but chronic illness. So, are plastics bad? Where are we finding them? Yeah. Take the mic on plastics. Well, spoiler alert, they're everywhere. (laughs) Have I mentioned I'm a lot of fun at parties? (laughs) (laughs) Back when we had parties. (laughs) 
yeah, we're 2020. Yeah. Um, so it's true. Plastics and we got to understand what we're talking about with plastics, petroleum based substances, polymers that are not natural. And most of the time we're talking about the off gassing from plastics or the microplastics as plastics break down, for example, in your washing machine, you know, from your super fancy um, synthetic clothing and your high performance, you know, athletic high tech, you know, windbreaker or whatever it is that wicks moisture away from you. That's has all that great, uh, all those great properties that you paid extra for that's breaking down and it's going into the municipal water stream. And we are not designed to filter that out and neither are most of the filters that are on the market today. So we are drinking plastics as much as we are eating or breathing them in. Mm. So it's really important to understand. And that water is getting, is irrigating your food, your organic crops. Yep. Yep. And it is also, and of course there are plastics in our personal care products, which we've already covered today. So I won't spend a lot of time on it, but you will absorb those, you know, all the plastics and jurgens, for example, it's going to go right through your skin and into your interstitium and then your lymph and then, you know, junk up your liver. It's the time of year where many of my patients are feeling the motivation to detox, cleanse, reset, whatever you want to call it. After the year we've had in 2020, I think we all could use some renewal in our lives. Of course, one of the most common resolutions at the start of the new year is to focus on exercise and clean eating. But I'm going to be honest, you likely need more than that if you're looking to truly build optimal health. You likely change the furnace filters in your home regularly and in your car, you probably pay close attention to scheduling oil changes. In both your car and your home, this regular maintenance removes gunk that keeps those systems from operating at their best and even breaking down over time. Have you ever thought about the gunk that accumulates in your body? That gunk often takes the form of toxins that accumulate over time. Can you believe that each year the average person is exposed to 14 pounds of pesticides, herbicides, food additives, and preservatives? That's about the equivalent of a bowling ball of toxins. Just like your home and your car, regular maintenance is required to restore your body's ability to cleanse itself and eliminate these toxins to keep you operating at your best and prevent long-term damage. You might know that your liver is responsible for filtering toxins from your system, and you can think about this as a glass of water. If you keep on pouring in the water, the glass will eventually get full and overflow. Similarly, over your lifetime, your liver may accumulate a large amount of toxins and need assistance clearing them out. When it comes to supporting your liver, consider a strategically designed, researched, structured liver cleanse program to help with phase one and phase two detox pathways. You need a program with ingredients like beet, artichoke, dandelion, milk thistle, and alpha lipoic acid, all of which help your liver and gallbladder purge toxins, and then a fiber protein powder to bind the toxins so that you can eliminate them. In my practice, I recommend the Core Restore program, The kit comes with day-by-day instructions, making it very clear and easy to understand how to change your lifestyle, what to eat, and which supplements to take. Staying healthy can be difficult, but straightforward, easy-to-follow cleanses like the Core Restore program can help you get back on track and pilot you into better behaviors moving forward in 2021. Please don't start this program if you have active gallstones or diabetes without consulting with your medical provider, and this is not for those who are pregnant or nursing. I know from personal experience, this type of program will help you feel better, lose weight, release stored toxins, and benefit your entire body. Check out more product information on our website, yourlongevityblueprint.com, and use code LIVERDETOX for 10% off either the chocolate or vanilla Core Restore programs. Now, let's get back to the show. can greatly impact your hormones (laughs) as well. I have not a funny story, a sad story yesterday, so I'm going to just kind of 
I guess, bash this brand. We bought a, a GE Profile Series dishwasher. I mean, it was over $1,000. It was like the, we were like, we're going to splurge and get this really nice dishwasher, right, with a top rack that we had never had before for baby stuff and whatnot. Then I think we bought a lemon, so I don't think it's GE. I think we, we literally bought a lemon. But to make a long story short, the plastic pieces that hold the bottom rack in commonly fall off, and then they hit the metal rack on the bottom and melt. And so leaching plastic fumes, is that what you would call them? I don't know, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. into the house. And so we, the dishwasher was under warranty. And so we had, I see the look on her face is like, ah, no, this is bad. <laughs> 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 uh, we had, while the machine was under warranty, we had uh, someone come out to try to fix it. It was never thoroughly fixed. And literally yesterday, my in-laws were over and they ran the dishwasher and this happened. And so I feel like I almost have post-traumatic <laughs> stress <laughs> from this happening because I try to, we know there are toxins everywhere, but I feel like I really try to make wise choices and, and with keeping distance on my side with EMFs and not exposing myself to plastics. And then here I have this lemon of a dishwasher that's leaching these toxic fumes into my home. And I, I literally mid afternoon was like, I have to go home. I told the staff, I'm like, I'm leaving. I, <laughs> I didn't have patience yesterday afternoon. <laughs> I was just working, but I had to go home and get my son out of the house while we aired it out. It's snowing here. It's freezing. I told my in-laws, go home. We're getting out of here. I took the dog and my son. We have multiple air doctors running in the house and it did air out, but that's just one example, you know, of how we're exposed to these toxic fumes. And I think maybe a regular, maybe 80% of lay people would just say, oh, no big deal. It's eh, a little smell. It's probably not hazardous to your health. And they may oh, you you know, think that pops some Advil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not a big deal. And the first time this happened, I had a headache almost immediately, almost immediately. And of course it happened at like, we ran the dishwasher at like 1030 at night. So at 11 o'clock at night, we start smelling these fumes. And I told Eric, this is not good. We can't sleep in this house <laughs> tonight. And I got to go to work in the morning. So I, I know I'm more aware of this issue, but I wanted to give that story to listeners just to for them to be aware of these sort of things, because these plastics, like you're saying, so I can inhale those plastics and then they can get stored in my body and, and lead to chronic disease. So our ha house is aired out and we're getting rid of the dishwasher. That was the final straw. <laughs> We're getting a new dishwasher. Hopefully we can get one in the next few months. Hopefully there aren't supply chain issues there, but but I'm done. I've had it. They've never fixed it. Some of those decisions, although they might be big financial decisions, right? Get another dishwasher. It's worth it for your family. Like you said, you pay now or you pay later. So we are getting a new dishwasher. <laughs> the story is so important because you really have to think about your sources of exposure and almost treat it like a game, guys who are listening, so that you don't wear yourself out because we don't want you going through life afraid. We want you feeling vibrant and alive and vital and happy and carefree because you know you've taken the time to make the best decisions for your family and you're always in a state of learning and curiosity and you're not getting overwhelmed. Like you could take that story from Dr. Stephanie and get totally overwhelmed, or you could decide, you know what, I'm going to get curious now. And if that can happen from her dishwasher, think about what putting plastics, you know, plastic Tupperware and storage would do in the dishwasher as well. Mm -hmm. You know, because plastics, they are endocrine disruptors, right? Because a lot of them have fun xenoestrogen properties, which means they mimic estrogen and they throw off your body's ability to maintain its own appropriate hormone levels. Right. So we really need to think through how they affect the body um, because they also get stored. Like we ingest more than enough plastic to form a credit card every week as Americans. Wow. And wow. also that is not getting excreted. If it is, it's going through the bowels usually, thankfully, but it's often getting stored. And like, for example, we talked about biofilm earlier. 
it can get lodged in biofilm in the gut lining. And you're like, why can't I absorb my food? And I'm spending hundreds of dollars a month on supplements. Why can't I fix this in the digestive tract, which is one of the fastest healing systems in the body? Why can't it just heal itself? It's because these things are disrupting your body's self-healing mechanisms. So that's why we care, right? In the first place. Yes, yes, absolutely. You're such a wealth of knowledge and I could talk to you for another hour, but I know uh, you got to go. So <laughs> in conclusion of this episode, tell us a few things. So first, tell us where listeners can find you, what your business is, where you're located. I guess start there. <laughs> well, you can find us at detoxrejuvenation.com. We see clients all over the world and we actually have a summit coming up that I want to make sure we talk about because you're a guest on it. It's called, It Starts in the Gut. Surprise, surprise. Yes. <laughs> Discover your root causes, get rapid results. And it's a deep dive into everything we're talking about today, how to assess your life Love it. for what may have been causing the original cause of your health disruption and how to get your life back, right? Come listen to our podcast, Your Health Reset on all podcast distribution channels. You can find us on Instagram, Detox Rejuvenation, same thing with Facebook. I also run a really amazing meditation platform with my partner, Dr. Tom Moorcroft called Meditation RX, where we use meditation to support your health protocols for people working on chronic illness. Love it. Love it. I saw last night you posted something on your Facebook page about um, the insect apocalypse. I didn't read it all, but it's something about like, why have insects declined 75%? It's probably from toxins. And I know we don't have time to get into that, but go check out her Facebook page for some fun posts like that. And then lastly, I didn't want to ask you too many questions at once. So I wanted to start it with those last two, but tell us about your free gift. So you have a detox quiz also. Yeah, we do. And um, it's a really great way for you to check for yourself. Hey, what stage am I in? What would detox do for me if I if I did a real detox? You know, would, am I in the proactive stage? You know, what can this do for me? So how high do you score with your symptoms and how do you compare to other people? It's pretty eye-opening. Love it. Love it. I will post a link to that in the show notes. Last but not least, top longevity tip. Top longevity tip, obviously, is detox. <laughs> So, I've seen that one come in yet. <laughs> no, but seriously, to consider where you're, and to understand that you are a part of your environment, you are not separate from it, and to consider the source for everything that you bring into your life and into your family's lives and into your bodies. Because the number one thing that we can do, yes, there are some toxins you can't avoid, but we're still our number one source of exposure. So you get to choose the quality of your life. You know, our ill health span at the end of our lives has more than doubled. It used to be 10 years long that we would feel not so good at the end of our lives. And just in the last 10 years, that has doubled to 20 years of ill health at the end of our lives. That is not okay. We're going the wrong direction. So you can switch to organic tea. You can switch to organic loose leaf tea. So it's not in a plastic tea bag. You can take a fresh look at your water filtration system and choose something within your budget. You can choose to go organic. You can make sure you never microwave food in a plastic container again. You know, these are really small things that you can do to add up to your longevity and protect your family. And they're so worth it. You got this, guys. You can do this. Love it, love it, love it. I love this episode. Well, thank you so much, Sinclair, for coming on the show today and hopefully enlightening our audience on several places. They're exposed to toxins while still instilling and empowering hope that they can do something about this toxic world. So thanks for coming on the show today. My pleasure. Thanks so much, Stephanie. That was awesome. I'm going to have to bring her on the show again. We could have spoken for another hour. Be sure and listen to my interview with Steve Dake on liver cleansing, which was originally episode 43, but considering all this detox talk, I decided to run it again next week. 
If you want to hear more from Sinclair, be sure to check out the show notes with links to her detox quiz, and I'd love to have you join us for her summit, It Starts in the Gut, March 16th through 21st. I'd especially love it if you used my link to register in the show notes. I think my interview may actually be opening the summit. Be sure to check out my book, Your Longevity Blueprint. And if you aren't much of a reader, you're in luck. You can now take my course online where I walk you through each chapter in the book. Plus, for a limited time, the course is 50% off. Check this offer out at yourlongevityblueprint.com and click the course tab. One of the biggest things you can do to support the show and help us reach more listeners is to subscribe to the show. Leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. I do read all the reviews and would truly love to hear your suggestions for show topics, guests, and for how you're applying what you've learned on the show to create your own longevity blueprint. The podcast is produced by the team at Counterweight Creative. As always, thank you so much for listening and remember, wellness is waiting. The information provided in this podcast is educational. No information provided should be considered to be or used as a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always consult with your personal medical authority.